What's up, everybody? I am John Neighbors, and this is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, and I'm also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch from 6 to 9 every morning, Monday through Friday, on hitthatline.com. Also, check your local radio listings. Maybe I'm on ESPN Radio in your area in the state of Arkansas. Either way, appreciate everybody listening in today. It's going to be a fun show as we are going to get to know your opponent of the Colorado State Rams. We try to give you a little idea of what you're going up against. I don't know really know how this is going to go. So this is the first time doing it. But hey, if it goes successfully, then I'll continue to do it. I'm also going to discuss a question that was posed to me on Twitter about the Homer Razorback media. Yeah, that's right. Should be fascinating stuff. And also, RIP to the man, Burt Reynolds. So we're going to get to a lot of different things today and appreciate everybody listening in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, the Locked on Razorbacks podcast on iTunes or on Android, which is Google Play. You can also follow me on Twitter at RushJohnNeighbors, N-A-B-O-R-S, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. So let's go ahead and get into it. Arkansas, this Saturday, will be playing the Colorado State Rams in Fort Collins, Colorado, at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. What an exciting game. Kind of. Well, if you're a Razorback fan, you should be excited because it's a game you probably should win. In fact, I'm going to pick Arkansas to win and win big. If they don't win, it's going to be mm, – just I don't even want to really think about it. But it's just not going to be good. But either way, you're going to have a game on your hands. It's probably going to be high scoring in the least. <laughs> uh, Arkansas is going to score points. They're going to score at least 40 points in this game. Count on it. Now, can Arkansas's defense slow down Colorado State? I believe they can. But it's going to be a challenge, more so of a challenge than it was last weekend. So those two things are really going to be the factors in looking into this game. But there's a few things that you need to know about Colorado State and the team that they are to maybe give you a little bit of an indication on who you're going up against if you're a Razorback fan. So Colorado State is 0-2. Kind of crazy to think that we've only had real one week of college football, but they did play during the, quote, zero week where they faced off against Hawaii at home. Then they played at Colorado. So they have two games under their belt. Nothing against uh, big-time opponents, but still some decent opponents. And they are 0-2. They have not won a game so far this year. They are only scoring 23.5 points per game, and they are giving up 44 points per game. That's not ideal. And that may be something that Arkansas will be able to showcase a little bit. It will be their offense and in their defense. So this might be a good matchup and a good game for Arkansas to really come out and come out swinging. Now, they're more of a passing team on offense. They have, they're averaging 359 yards passing and 109 yards on the ground. So it's very similar to what Arkansas has been looking like, at least in the first game, where Arkansas is averaging 353 yards passing and only 80 yards rushing. Of course, they've only played one game. So expect Colorado State to try to beat Arkansas through the air. So their defensive backs are going to be tested. I'm curious to see how and if they're able to get to the quarterback. Uh, if they can if they find a way to get some pressure, dial up some blitzes, maybe throw them off. Of course, their quarterback being one of the better quarterbacks that probably in their conference, at least that's what it looks like on paper, K.J. Carter-Samuels. He was the transfer from Washington. So uh, he, he's had a pretty nice season so far, 52 of 83, 713 yards, six touchdowns, and two interceptions. So he's looked pretty good in his first two games. Unfortunately, it has never been the offensive problem for Colorado State this season. It's been all about the defensive struggles and the defensive woes, which is amazing because get this number. 
Colorado State is averaging 606 yards per game that they've given up. 606 yards in two games. Wow. You thought Arkansas's defense has been bad the past couple of years. To give you a little bit of a comparison, Arkansas is only giving up 357 yards in their one game. Now, you're probably asking yourself, well, what is it? Where's, where's the real weakness? Is it the passing game or is it the rushing attack? Well, it's pretty much both. 378 yards through the air on average, 228 yards on the ground average. So Arkansas, a team that really needs to focus on getting the rushing attack going, uh, find some way to be creative, find some way to get more than 80 yards in a single game, this might be a great opportunity because Colorado State's defense is absolutely atrocious. And if Colorado or Hawaii, two teams that eh, are decent but they don't have the athletes, if they can score at will against Colorado State, what's going to keep Arkansas from scoring at will? So expect a big game out of Ty Story and a big game out of the running backs. Hopefully, hopefully you'll actually be able to see something from the running backs. That's the one thing that we've been looking at, and that's the one thing that we have been just begging for please get it going let's see some of these showcased running backs and see what they're able to do but uh, either way I think it's I think it's going to be a good matchup for Arkansas I like them I like them to win this game of course I'll give my predictions on tomorrow's podcast as well if you're looking at ESPN Arkansas according to the matchup predictor is an 88.6 percent chance of winning this game I like those odds they're also favored by 13 and a half points at this point now what's crazy is the line opened up at around six points So think about that. It has jumped nearly eight points from the opening line to now. And you got to think that that's just Arkansas getting a lot of money poured into. I kind of wish, if I was the betting man, I kind of wish I would have been able to put money on Arkansas when they were only uh, favored by six. Because I feel like Arkansas is going to take that and run away with it. The money line set for Arkansas is minus 550, plus 400 for Colorado State. And the over-under is set at 70 points in this game. I expect to go over that. I really do. So if you're a betting man or woman, whoever listening to this podcast, go ahead and uh, set set some money down on that as well. The weather is going to be absolutely awesome. 84 degrees and sunny. Capacity of 41,000 there in uh, Colorado State. And we, on the show, on the morning rush this morning, we were able to talk with uh, Brian Holt, who is the voice of the Colorado State Rams. And he actually told me that this has been the hot ticket. This has been the game that so many fans have been looking forward to when it was officially announced that Arkansas was going to be coming to this, to their stadium. Now, it's kind of lost its luster a little bit because, as mentioned, Colorado State's 0-2 and they have not looked good. And the health issues that Mike Bobo, their head coach, has gone through has been a little bit of scary things too. But uh, it's a big one. And you're expecting to have a 41,000 amount of people crowd uh, at, at the game itself. So uh, going to be a big one for Arkansas. I don't think that <laughs> home field advantage will play any ind- indication. At least you hope it doesn't. But either way, this game is going to be on CBS Sports Network at 630. Not CBS. So don't go to Channel 5 or Channel 11 or wherever you're listening to the podcast. Try to find it. It's on CBS Sports Net- Network. Now, what channel that is that on on your provider? I have no freaking idea. So just make it up. Find out yourself. And uh, you got Google. Just Google it, and you'll be able to take care of it from there. Now, to give a a little more in-depth of Colorado State itself, I know you guys are really interested in this. They're based in Fort Collins, Colorado. They have an enrollment of 33058 The endowment is $330 million, and it was founded in 1879. (laughs) 
And it's just funny that the Colorado State Rams, you know, is a team that has had success in the past 20 years, at least a couple seasons here or there, but they're in the Mountain West Conference. They are Division One. A lot of people don't realize that, but yes, they are Division One. You never really heard from them. But uh, in 2007, and basically looking back at the last three seasons under Mike Bobo, they went seven and six every year. Seven and six every year. I'll always went to a bowl game. And also, if you want to look at it last year, they lost, they played Alabama and only lost 41 to 23. And the reason I say they only lost 41 to 23 is because Arkansas hasn't been that close against Bama probably since uh, 2014 when they lost by one point. So, Colorado State. If you want to make comparisons and start throwing numbers around, they may have had more success against Alabama in the past few years than Arkansas has themselves. So it's going to be a great matchup. I think that this would really is going to be something that you, if you're Arkansas, Arkansas fans, you're going to be able to appreciate the offense opening up and being able to see the rushing attack really, uh, really open up and try to gain some ground, gain some confidence there. I think you're also going to see the defense step up. Like, I don't. Maybe I'm looking at it completely differently. Maybe you're thinking I'm too arrogant about this, and it's fine. I'm I'm an arrogant jerk hole. I, I completely understand. But, you know, I think that Arkansas is going to roll in this game. I don't even think it's going to be close in this game. The matchup itself just completely leans towards Arkansas. And if they just have any, any familiarity with how they played last week, it's going to be a bloodbath. The thing that people don't really bring up as far as last week goes, too, I know it was, a, it was a good game by Arkansas, and there's some stuff they have to work on, but no pre-snap penalties, no turnovers. Those two things alone are something that, that has changed dramatically since the previous regime. So is that the one game? Is that an outlier? Or is that going to be the rule? Is that going to be what this team's going to be about going forward? I think it'll be boding very well in this game. We'll see. But Colorado State, they, uh, they just don't match up athletically, physically, maybe even emotionally. It just doesn't seem to be a very good game for the Rams and for them to have a chance in this one. So give me the Razorbacks. Give me the points. I'm taking them. It's going to be it's going to be a great game. It's going to be something that will really open up for Arkansas, and I really like that. Uh, and so maybe we'll get to see a rushing attack. I think that's what most people would want to see in this game. Of course, if they see Ty Story perform well, Cole Kelly perform well, that's fun too. But to see a guy like Devall Whaley or Chase Hayden or Rakeem Boyd or TJ Hammonds really get some rhythm and really get something going in the rushing attack, uh, that's what you need right now. You need some confidence building in the rush game itself. So uh, we'll, we'll look at the game a little more tomorrow on the podcast. We'll break it down. I'll give some score predictions. And uh, we may even have a guest no, TBD on uh, what will be happening there. So uh, it, it will be it'll be a good game. So be sure to check it out. And of course, we'll have all your reactions next week on the podcast as well. On the other side of the break, I'm going to be uh, bringing up this Homer Media question that was posed to me on Twitter, and it's something that really just boils my nuggets. So I I want I feel very passionate about this topic. And if you'll just indulge me for a little bit, we're going to talk about it. But I got to tell you guys, ever since I started this podcast. Everyone's been asking me for advice, mainly, hey, how do I subscribe to this podcast? Or, hey, how do I do a podcast that's so amazing, just like yours? Well, you know, I can't help you there because there can only be one podcast as good as this one. But you've also asked me about what teams to bet on. And the truth is, that's something I do not know. I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, if you think you know who's going to win and you like betting against spreads and doing covers and all that fun stuff, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. And that's why I always tell all of you to go to my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are the best bet this season. 
They've been in business for years and they have great reviews online and their mobile site is really easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend this to all of you guys because you guys have been awesome. And I want you guys to earn a lot of money, win a lot of money. I win money, you win money, we all need to win money. So I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay. They have a lot in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. That's a hundred percent up to a thousand dollars. All you gotta do is use promo code on college to activate your offer. Visit my bookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code on college when creating your account to claim the bonus you play you win you get paid with my bookie you are locked on razorbacks your daily arkansas razorbacks podcast all right, moving on to the next topic of the podcast, something I feel very passionately about. Um, it may not have anything to do with uh, the Razorback game this weekend, but I thought it was really fascinating and something that I've been asked before, not just in this case. But James on Twitter, this came yesterday, he tweeted at me and asked, why do people have such a problem with, quote, Homer media members in Arkansas? I actually prefer my media to be Homer's. But that's not always the case. I think that's what he's trying to say. Sorry, it was kind of a, a mistyped or whatever. And I thought, you know, this is something that I even thought other people start talking about, too, uh, on social media as well. And I, and I got to tell you this, folks, and I'm going to put it to you this way. If you listen to this podcast, if you listen to my radio show, The Morning Rush, if you follow me on Twitter, if you know me in person, I mean, at some point, you know or have heard my opinions on a lot of things. And... I don't ever consider myself a Homer media member. And the reason I'm saying that is because I think it's a negative connotation when you say a Homer. Because when I see, hear Homer media, that means you're so blinded by your love and passion for the school that you can't have rational thought or objectivity. And I'm not that. And I'm not that at all. And we, me and other media members give each other crap, and they mainly give me crap because of uh, who I am and where I came from. But... I'll, I'll fully admit, folks, I'm a fan of the Razorbacks. I grew up being a Razorback fan. That was My dad was a fan. It was instilled into my DNA in a very early age. It's carried on with me. I went to the University of Arkansas, seven and a half years. Don't know if you heard that. And I was in the front row of the student section for every home game, football and basketball. I went to the baseball games. I mean, I was a very passionate and very loyal fan to the Razorbacks. And that's not something you can just give up. And just let it go by the wayside. And I don't want it to. I don't want to give it up. But that's the problem that you run into is that when people hear that, or if you're hearing that right now, you're probably thinking to yourself, well, this guy's credibility has gone. He's never going to have a, a legitimate thought or reasoning behind his opinions when it comes to the Razorbacks because he's just going to be sunshine and rainbows and be all happy about everything, even when times are bad. And when times are bad, he's going to call out all the other fans for being too negative. I'm not that. I'm not that at all. I am a fan, but here's the difference. Because there's other media members, too. And you can probably point them out. There's other media members, too, that will just be positive. And, you know, there's people that probably thought Brett Bielma shouldn't have been fired last year. Like, seriously. I was not one of those people. And I think that there is a very distinct difference between being a fan of the man or fan of the school. And I'm a fan of the school, not a fan of the man. 
I want to see the University of Arkansas Athletic Department be amazing. I want to see every single sport be incredible, be competitive, and compete on a national level at all times, no matter the sport. That's what I want to see. And in football, since that's what we're talking about during the season, it's no different. I would love to see the Razorbacks be really good. I would love to see them compete for a national championship. But if there is a coach or if there's an athletic director that's not getting the job done in a satisfactory manner, then they have to go. That's not mean. That's reality. It's like that in any job. And your job, if you don't get your job done, you will be fired. No matter how nice of a person you are, no matter how much the people around you in your close-knit circle like you and stroke your ego and pump you up and say, well, golly gee, you're doing such a great job. That doesn't matter. If you don't do your job, you need to go. And be the same way with me in my radio spot. If I wasn't doing my show the way it needed to be done, if it wasn't being successful, then I need to go. And just reality. And so I am loyal to that fact. I want to see Arkansas do well. I don't want to see Brett Bielma do well. I want to see Arkansas do well. I want to see Chad Morris do well. I want to see Arkansas do well. Now they can go hand in hand. But I will never be one of those people that just follows the company line or tug, tags, whatever it's called. What tugs the company line? However it is. I'm stupid. I don't know. But I'm never going to be one of those people. And so when people are asking me about Homer Media members and how some of you prefer Homer Media members, that's fine. That's fine if you do. There are some people out there that don't. And there's probably some people that are listening to this podcast right now that don't want Homer Medias or fan medias. Again, I hate using Homer because it's got a negative connotation to it, but you get what I'm saying. And that's what makes media so great is that there can be multiple personalities and different roles that can be played in media covering one particular team or sport and it'd be successful. I think there is room for someone like my old friend Eric Bolin and some of you listening in, you probably know him, probably don't like him at all. But there's people that do and people appreciate what he does. So he has them. He has people that read his stuff. So he has a role, even though you may not like it, he has a role and it fits. The media needs an Eric Boland. They need a Bob Holt. Okay? They need a Wally Hall. They need a John Neighbors. They need di- these different types of people because it satisfies everybody who want to see the, a media member or news, whether it's in print or on radio or on television, they want to see somebody that they can relate to as far as what their mindset is and their opinion and believe them and take them seriously. And sometimes it can be fans and sometimes it can be people who aren't even from here. And that's fine. You can be both. But I would never consider myself to be someone who is blinded and can't make rational thought out of whether someone's being good or someone's being bad. If, if, if the product's bad, then they need to go. If the product's good, then they need to stay. So when some of you have been, of course, know that I'm a fan and I grew up a fan. And if that rubs you the wrong way, that's fine. I, I get it. There are plenty of other media members out there that aren't that. There's other podcasts that are out there that don't have that, that they'll just give you the facts and they won't even give you. An, and if they give you an opinion, it's going to be completely objective. Great. 
that's fine. T- listen to them. I encourage you. Find somebody that you like. Find somebody that you appreciate and that you respect. But there is room for all different types. And sometimes, folks, the best thing for a, univer- a place like the University of Arkansas, which is something that I feel passionately about, sometimes the best thing is a change at the head coach or a change in the coordinator position or a change as the athletic director. Those things are necessary. You never want to see it because you want your school to be successful, but they're necessary. And I'm always going to look at it that way. If you don't get the job done, you need to go. I wasn't a fan of Brett Bielma, especially after the past two seasons. He needed to go. Under no case and in no reason should he have had another year at all. And if Jeff Long was one of those people that felt like he deserved another year, then he needed to be gone too. And there you have it. They're both gone. And now you have a new chapter. You have a new AD and Hunter Juracek. You have a new head football coach in Chad Morris. I think that there's other programs in the University of Arkansas Athletic Department that are doing really good. Look at the baseball program, track programs, you know, the usual perspectives. And then even something like basketball. You know, Mike Anderson's been around for a long time. I... I need him to do better. <laughs> I think we all need him to do better in order to satisfy. And it doesn't look like it may be a good season this year, but time will tell. We'll let the season play out, and we'll not get into that right now. But when people say you're a Homer Media member or anything, listen, I'm not a Homer Media. I, I'm not blinded. I'm realistic. And you're, I'm always going to give you my realistic take and how I truly think and how I truly believe. You're always going to get that. So for any of you that are – on the fringe of maybe liking me or the podcast or anything because of my background or because I may not be what you want me to be as far as my background goes, that's fine. But just know I'm always going to be real with you on this podcast. No one's, this isn't being paid for by the University of Arkansas. I'm not doing reality shows. All right. I'm not in the ear of all these assistant coaches and being buddy buddies with them. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I want to be objective. But just because I want to be objective doesn't mean I can't be a fan and wish the best for the Arkansas Razorbacks. That's all I got to say on the matter. Isn't it exciting, folks? Football is finally here. Fantasy football is going on. A lot of you have been doing your drafts. It's amazing. The NFL season starts this weekend. And FanDuel has never been more fun or easier to play. If you're not a fantasy expert, then FanDuel is clearly the best place to play. And they have something for everyone. And there are more ways to win than ever before with FanDuel. And if you don't believe me, how's this sound? This season, FanDuel is running a free $250,000 Survivor Contest. The biggest free Survivor Contest ever. And here's how it works. You picked one team each week, and you can't reuse that team again for the rest of the season. This locks before week one, so don't miss out on your chance and sign up now. My experience on FanDuel has been great. I like winning money, and I like watching football. I'm not a fantasy guy, so this is perfect. I need you guys to go on to FanDuel and check it out, and let's win some money together, all right? Can we lock arms and agree on that? We don't agree on Arkansas versus A-State, all right? We may not agree on that. We may not agree on Colin Kaepernick. Who gives a rip? But we can agree that winning money is fun, so let's win it together. If you want to get involved, if you want to get in on that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, all you new users out there get a $20 bonus when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me and win some money at FanDuel.com slash locked on. 
Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the final segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. It's a sad day, folks. It's really sad. Burt Reynolds, a.k.a. Turd Ferguson, passed away at the age of 82. Uh, he was before my time as far as the movies went, but I was a huge fan. I, there were some movies that he, he even played later in his life that I liked, and I'm sure all of you are going to just throw rocks at me when I tell you, but I actually liked the Dukes of Hazard movie, that remake that had him in it as Boss Hogg. I kind of liked the new Longest Yard with Adam Sandler where he played as Paul Crew. Or was he Crew? No. That was Adam Sandler's character. How did I just blank on Burt Reynolds' character in that movie? You know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, folks. That was embarrassing. But I liked him in that movie. He was funny. Um, as far as the early movies, get Cannonball Run, Smokey and the Bandit, of course. And my personal favorite, Gator. I mean, this he was uh, he was quite an icon, one, one of the a guy's guy, a man's man, if you will. And it was just really sad to see him pass away. I mean, he was getting up there in years. I don't even know uh, if he was battling health issues or anything like that. But what I do know is that it's a really sad day to see Burt Reynolds. And, and it's sad because some of you listening to this may laugh at this. But I honestly, one of the first things I think of when I think of Burt Reynolds is I think of Turd Ferguson from Celebrity Jeopardy on SNL. That just cracked me up when Norm Macdonald played at it, and he's perfect with his gum chewing and everything. It was very, very spot on for what you'd expect uh, out of somebody like Burt Reynolds. I mean, he sounded just like him. So uh, it was really sad to see that. Um, and, uh, I, you know, we're going to have some tributes for him on my show, The Morning Rush, tomorrow. Play some music, you know, eastbound and down, all that fun stuff. So we'll, we'll have that. Uh, but just had to, give, had to give props to the man. And uh, RIP in pieces or whatever the kids say these days when it comes to Burt Reynolds. So, yeah. Remember, watch Gator. If you haven't seen Gator or Deliverance, I guess is another great movie. Watch Gator. Ridiculous movie, but oh so entertaining. So be sure to check that out. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. I am John Neighbors. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, also Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're basically anywhere you can find a podcast, we're on it in some capacity. Just search Locked On Razorbacks, and I guarantee you, you will find the podcast somewhere. And it'll be a good time. Also, rate the podcast. Give me five stars. Let me know how awesome it is. If you give me one star, then I guess, you know, you got through. You got through. So, good for you if you uh, give me one star. No one's done that yet, but I know it's going to happen eventually. But give me five stars if you actually like me. So, make sure to do all that. We'll have one final podcast tomorrow and talking about Colorado State and previewing that and also have some guest work in there as well. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.